Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Hi and welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be talking about how we can get out of our heads and out of our minds because it's only when we realize that we're in fact in our heads, in our minds, in the stories that we've created very quickly around something that's happened in the present moment that we can actually move from our heads into our bodies and into our hearts and then meet our children where they are and connect to their deepest needs. I'll explain this a bit more. Imagine, recall a situation recently where you have been arguing with your child. You've been, and it could even be a toddler. It's amazing how often we actually find ourselves kind of arguing with a toddler. It might be over a sippy cup. It might be over Uh, the toy they want in the bath or the shoes they want to wear to the party or the fact they don't want to put their wellies on but it's raining. Whatever it is, we find ourselves arguing and fighting with them. Or it might be your teenager. Your teenager has walked into the house after school, is on a rant about something and you can't even get a word in. And when you do, you are, you know, ignored, not listened to. So what actually happens is when we are faced with conflict, doesn't matter what age our child is, we become triggered and we think that it's our child that's triggering us. Now, for sure, their behavior is contributing to us becoming triggered. But we have to understand that the trigger is always inside. The trigger is internal. The trigger is within you. I explained this in an earlier episode just recently as to what happens when your toddler or teen doesn't listen to you. And just to repeat this, because I've had to listen to this myself to understand it so many times, I now understand that the trigger is always internal. So in the moment when you are faced with something that you don't like in your child's behavior, you, we become reactive to it and we start resisting it because we don't like it. We don't want it, so we fight it. But here, when we fight it, we join them in the ring. We pick up the gloves. They've maybe dangled a carrot. They've put the rope on the floor and they're saying, pick it up, let's have a fight. Not as obvious as that, but that's really what is going on. And before we know it, we've picked up the gloves, been hooked by the, the hook, taken a nibble of the carrot that's been dangled and we're right in the thick of it with them. And what happens in that moment is we become reactive. We go into survival mode and our minds run a million miles a minute according to the story we've told ourselves, the story that will have been based on things in the past 
or a story based on what you worry for the future, given the behavior in the kitchen or in the bathroom, bath time, wherever you are, given the behavior in the moment. So we start going into our minds. And when we're in our minds, we cannot, but cannot connect to the present moment. Because we can only be present when we are where our minds are. And in those moments where we're reactive, our minds have gone AWOL. They've gone off. And we're left in the present moment, but we're not present. And so when we're not present, we're not connected to ourselves because we're in our minds. And when we're not connected to ourselves, we can't connect to our child. So what does the child need in the moment? What do we need in the moment? We have to be able to hold the space for both of us in the moment because our kids haven't learned how to do it yet. Many of us parents haven't learned how to do it. I've learned how to do it, but I still find it hard at times. I can't do it all the time. But if you've never considered this and not learned how to do it, you can't really expect yourself to be able to connect to your child because you're disconnected from yourself because your mind is not where you are. So that doesn't mean the behavior in front of you is acceptable, that you agree with it, that you think it's okay. Far from it. You can not agree with it, but if you don't agree with it and you fight it, you're not going to be able to do anything about it. You can agree, you can not agree with it, but accept it. And in accepting it, you can find a way to not resist it and therefore find a way to keep yourself non-reactive so that you can connect it with yourself. You're always connected with yourself and then you can connect with that with them. So in the moment, the minute we actually realize that we're losing our shit and we're like raging beasts, when we realize that, we kind of come off our high horse, take a breath and go, okay, just a minute. We can deal with the situation in a far more calm, less reactive way. And then actually, if we need to do something, we can do it and get it done. But when our kids are reactive, so when your toddler's having a fit over the sippy cup and you get engaged in the fit and you become emotional and reactive, it goes nowhere until you realize this is going no, nowhere. And if you've a strong-willed child, they're not going to give up on it. They want that sippy cup and they're, they're not going to stop until they get it. So the more reactive you are, the longer that's gonna, that process is going to go on for you know, if your teenager is giving you a run for your money in the kitchen, they've just come in from school and they're on a rant, they're not listening. Trust me, when mums are not heard, it triggers an emotional experience. Most of us at some stage in our childhood had an emotional experience where we didn't feel heard. It's almost impossible not to. So there's always that trigger within most of us. So there's an emotional experience within you that wasn't seen and heard when you were little. And that wound is open. It's raw. So when your teenager doesn't listen to you, boom, that, that wound in you is triggered. You get reactive. They're reactive. Neither of you are listening to, to each other. Goes nowhere. So as the adult, we have to be able to step back, reconnect with ourselves, and in the moment, un, you know, tame our reactivity so that we can actually meet our teenager 
in the moment and be connected to them and therefore connected to their needs. They're probably on a rant, not because of anything you've done, because of something that's happened that you don't know anything about and they're just pissed off about something. But the problem is we take it personally and then we get hooked in and then we end up fighting about really we sometimes you have to question why why are we even shouting at each other so really we have to get out of our heads and when we're reactive trust me we're in our heads so we have to be able to come back into our heart space hold the space for ourselves and hold the space for the other that is quote unquote triggering the wound inside of us Meditation is a great place to help you strengthen your awareness, to know where your mind is. You become a very aware of where your mind is. Is it here or is it elsewhere? When it's elsewhere, it needs to come back here. I've often say it's like an untrained puppy. It won't sit still. It runs, but we have to bring it back because when it runs away, we can't be present. It's not here. It's there. So you can see meditation is a great skill to develop our strength and, and awareness of where our minds are. And I'm not for any moment suggesting that in the middle of a heated reaction, you start meditating. No, I'm saying in the middle of a heated reaction, you have to know what you can do to, to, to take the reaction down a peg or two. But we have to prepare for those moments. They're going to happen. And meditation can help us prepare for that. It can help us find that space within. It can help expand that space. It's like a buffer that it develops within us. So we have more time in the moment to recognize when our minds are going down some other path and when we're going on a bit of a rant. So to get out of your head is so, so important because when you do, you're able to meet the moment with much more joy, peace, calm, ease, response rather than reactivity. And that has to be good. So if you're curious with regard to meditation, I've got lots of episodes on the podcast that'll help you learn what to do, how to do it and start a practice so that you can develop and strengthen your awareness for your thoughts so you can get out of your head and back into the present moment. Um, when you're with your kids, the more present we are, the better it is. It has to be better if we're present. So thank you so much for listening. As ever, if you've enjoyed this, please do hop over onto iTunes and leave a review. And if there's someone you know who's struggling with being reactive, maybe they're yellers, shouters, screamers, then share this episode with them because it might just help them find a way to start to find a way out of it. So thanks again for listening. Till next time. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. 
You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.